Hey friends, welcome to Let's Talk with Stephanie Odom. I am your host, Stephanie. I'm so honored to have you here, and this podcast is all about motivation, inspiration, and just the filmy guts, the the give you the little push, the little nudge that you need to kickstart your day in a positive way. So if you're interested in positivity and you're interested into sending so much love out into the world, stay tuned and let's get started. I want to give a shout out to Katie Love, spelled with two E's. On Apple Podcasts, she wrote a review. She said, love your voice, love the podcast, very inspirational. I just want to say thank you so much, Katie Love, that it really means the world to me for you to take the time out of your day and leave me a quick little review. And I hope that you have an amazing day. Happy Monday, everyone. I hope that today is finding you with so much joy and light in the world. On today's topic, we are talking about finding your passion. I want to first read off a quote from Oprah Winfrey. Quote, passion is energy. Feel the power that comes from focusing on what excites you, unquote. And that is one of my favorite quotes by her. And I just wanted to share that with y'all because I thought that it was fitting for this podcast. Now, I want to know, do you ever feel like you have more than one interest or that you are maybe called to do more than one thing? If so, you're not alone. And I know that many people play tug of war when it comes to trying to find their actual passion versus interest. But many of us feel that where our interests lie, so will our passions. So it's pretty common for you to feel that you may have one than more interest when it comes to your passion. However, when it comes to finding our passion, it takes more than just thinking. It takes actually doing. If you're trying to find your passion, I am sure one of the main questions that you're asking yourself is, well, how do I live a purpose-filled life? Because a purpose-filled life fueled by passion leads to many exploring areas from actually being profitable from it to the enjoyment of life. And the saying goes on that if you enjoy what you do, you're never working a day in your life. Well, those are really good questions. We're first going to need to understand that passion will never happen without actual action. Another component to finding your passion is to take action with an open mind. And what I mean by that is, for example, if you're interested in doing, let's say, digital designing, but have never sat down and physically tried to make and design or expand your knowledge under that type of field, maybe by converting files or color schemes and how they go together, then you're still in thought mode. You're not actually taking action and going forth with learning to see if that passion really fits you with the interest. And so you take the time with an open mind to not only learn the new trade, but also physically give it a whirl and a try, then you're not taking full action. You have to come up with a thought, of course, and kind of have some understanding of something that kind of catches your attention, but you still have to act on it. You still have to take physical action and and put it to work. Let's say maybe you enjoy piecing together outfits, but have never tried doing it for other people. So you enjoy and you're good at or get complimented on ways that you put your items together for yourself, but you've never tried learning more about color coding or body shape flattering, or I don't know, whatever else goes with, you know, trying to be a designer, or I guess that'd be more so like a, a fashion clothing person. 
if you enjoy doing it for yourself but have not exceeded or expanded your knowledge in the interest to serve others, well, it's still a thought that has yet turned into an action of execution. You haven't broadened the horizons around the actual interest. We as humans, we're wired to use our minds to analyze, rationalize, and figure out situations. It's just, it's how we're wired as humans. And while this is natural, it can also lead to a dead end. We tend to use our thinking and it somehow it gets twisted on the roller coaster ride. We begin to have the worst case scenarios or we have imposter syndrome. And this is where the positive thinking really needs to override the basic instinct. Because with us using our analytic brains, we are really going to overthink a situation. And if you're using the positive aspect and using positive thinking into any action that you're taking, it will definitely come in handy whenever you begin to have imposter syndrome. And if you're not sure of what imposter syndrome is, stay tuned because I'll be doing a topic about that too. However, for now, you can go to Google and Google will explain what it is. But as I mentioned at the beginning, entering your unknown interest with a positive mindset or just going in without any negative type of predisposition or pre-understanding, not listening to anyone around you, it, it really helps when you're going into something that's unfamiliar to you. So by entering it with a positive mindset, it kind of kicks out your basic instincts when it comes to fight or flight mode. And it doesn't get in the way or have some type of hangering over your head. So you can actually take in and indulge in your actions when it comes to your interests. I can personally vouch for anything that has given you some type of positive or even nervous type of feeling, something that kind of gives you that ump inside of you or makes your, your heart maybe flutter a little more, is definitely going to create kind of like a friction pattern. And when I say friction pattern, I mean a friction pattern maybe going back and forth between what you're thinking and what you're feeling. And this is normal. A lot of times what we don't realize is that we need to go with what makes our blood pump, what gives us that push to do it, even if we're afraid or nervous to do it. You will find many tools that will help you get on the right path or that'll help you have a better understanding in a positive way when it comes to finding your interest, learning who you are, learning dynamics within your, your individual self. And just to name a few, I know the most common things that people like to do are taking a psychology test. It's like a personality psychology test or recalling childhood interests, things that they were interested in as a child. And also listening to exterior input when it comes to what their parents or their friends may be thinking that they're good at or that they need to try. While these are very helpful in many ways, passion comes from joy within. So it's within yourself. It's a feeling that even if you don't make a dime off of it, you still get enjoyment from it. That's what passion is. Doing it like, for example, I'm doing this podcast and I don't make any money off this podcast. I just genuinely enjoy helping people and giving tips and things like that. And maybe one day it'll be profitable or I can make some type of income coming from it. But for now, I just, I enjoy doing it. Many people do and manage their passions and make it profitable, which is amazing. You get to do what you love and make money. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. However, what makes them profitable is the love they have for what they do. I'm going to say that again. What makes your passion profitable 
is the love you have for what you do. So I can speak for many small business owners because I am one. When I say that, if you truly enjoy what you're doing, it doesn't feel like work. It doesn't. Even when things are going to shit in the handbasket, it still gives you an inner joy because you are following your passion. Passion gives you the push to continue when you are hitting burnout or even if you're pivoting. That passion, that feeling, it's is deep within you. It pushes you even when you're on your last leg. Because let's be honest, passion is a feeling that comes from the heart. It is full of energy and energy is contagious. People can not only sense, but they can feel energy. They can tell if it's genuine or fake. So if you're doing something that fuels a fire in you, that same energy will travel to others. Energy travels. So you're probably wondering, okay, now how do I actually figure out what my passion is? Well, we're about to talk about five steps that can unleash your passion and get you to where you're wanting to feel the same feelings that I'm speaking about. If you're not already feeling them now, I'm going to start with number one. I want you to go into all of your actions when it comes to finding your passion with a positive mindset. As mentioned prior, keep all of the self-sabotage and the negativity, the negative thoughts out of your mind while you're entering anything you have never tried before. Don't allow anything to hinder your new knowledge because you're not hurting anyone while trying your new tennis lessons or your fashion designing. So as long as you're not hurting anyone, don't hurt yourself with negative thoughts. You will be amazing. You will do amazing. And if not, then you still gain knowledge of that field in your interest. So you're not failing anywhere. There's still a positive because you learned something new. And I guarantee you, you will learn something new that you didn't already know because you took the action and you went in with a positive mindset. Try to make sure that anything you're entering, even if you're afraid, to go in with a positive mindset. Number two, I want you to look around at your interests. I'm sure that your interest is probably already right in front of your face. You can look around your house or room. I want you to pay attention to the books, movies, music, playlists, magazines, whatever. And chances are you will find a theme. What do you already gravitate to or what do you already spend money on or what already has your interest and holds your interest? You'll be surprised at the actions you've already taken towards passion that just by looking around, it's right there in front of you. Now, when you look through these things and you find a common denominator within your interests, pay attention to your feelings. I want you to really sit down and think about how you feel about what it is that you're noticing. Do you feel excitement or do you feel fear? If so, that's a great sign, actually. And even better, a starting point, because you're actually paying attention and being aware of your interests that could possibly be your full-fledged passion. You'll be amazed at what you find when you start to intentionally begin to look. So definitely look around and see what you already have your interests or what already gravitates your interests and holds your retrospect as far as your mind. Number three. Now, this is something that kind of goes more into the business aspect, and but it will still be very beneficial to you. However, I want to know what can you teach or talk about for 30 minutes? If you can teach or talk about it for 30 minutes, then you already have, first off, interest in it, second off, a good bit of knowledge. But if you could talk fluently into it and you can do it with enthusiasm, then you've got some passion with it. If you've taken enough time to learn and retain the information, then it's a true interest. Even if you don't know everything about it or the latest about it, but you're willing to learn it, 
that's a good sign too. It means that you're willing to invest your time because you've already invested the brain space by holding the knowledge. You're willing to build more in that topic. By being knowledgeable in a topic, you will really be surprised how many other people are interested to learn more about that same topic as you. Or maybe there are many other people that are already doing the same topic or something similar to you and you find that interesting and you feel that you could possibly do that. Even if it's, I cannot stand when people say things are saturated, but even if it is, you know, kind of crowded in that area, just know and remember that no one is you. No one's going to do it like you. They're not going to do it the way you do it. They're not going to say it the way you say it. So it doesn't matter by going in with a positive outlook on this. You bring you to the table. All right. Number four, I want you to pull memories from your childhood and from your friends. To get outside information, ask your friends, what is something you are always speaking or mentioning about? Our friends or our outer circles sometimes notice things that we may miss. Take their feedback and see what is the common ground amongst them. So you may have more than one friend that you, you talk to on a regular basis. If so, what topic did each friend mention that was similar to one another? And that'll help you kind of limit, well, hey, you know, I am pretty good at this, or I do mention this a good bit. And it'll kind of give you an idea if you're not really sure, what is something that kind of has the common denominator that you speak to amongst more than one person? Now, when it comes to pulling from childhood memories, this may seem like a waste of time, but there is some truth about us finding our passion at a young age. For whatever reason, sometimes it gets lost in our growth or as our seasons change, whatever the case may be. Uh, a true passion stems from an interest that nine times out of 10 started at a young age. And this is true. Usually our childhood interest gets dust on it, or maybe it just wasn't the season for it to really bloom and prosper out of us, but it's never too late to dust it off and see if it still fits. Sometimes when going through different things in life or even tragedies, moving around, sometimes our, our interests get lost at a young age, but it was actually the interest that was meant to lead to a blooming passion. Dust it off and try it back on, see if it fits. Number five, stop talking and start doing. I cannot say this enough. This is pretty much self-explanatory and yet not as simple as it sounds, but you can't stay in the thinking process. You have to follow through with positive actions. You cannot stay in the what ifs, the wonders, the, you can't stay there. You have to actually move forth and do something about it. Even if it's just baby steps, you're still taking action. You just have to start somewhere. It does not have to be perfect. It just has to be started. You'll learn as you go. Promise you that. Just know that your feelings and thoughts are always at war when it comes to something you're doing unfamiliar. If it's something you've never tried, you're going to be having thoughts and feelings that are going to be kind of like at war and intertwined with each other. It's not just you. Everyone has these feelings of doubt or even awkwardness inside of them. However, one feeling always festers and that's fear. Do it anyways. Do it afraid. Make sure that you are taking positive actions while being afraid. I promise you'll feel on top of the world when you come out on the other side. Because finding your passion is one of the greatest things that you can do. It's one of the greatest gifts that can be given to us, especially if you can benefit from it and even prosper from it to create a business or make some type of product or, you know, something that not only for you, but that you could possibly carry on or hand down 
to generations behind you. To wake up every day feeling like you've accomplished something amazing is, is out of this world. Just remember to do it afraid. If you're doing something positive and something to better yourself, then doing it afraid is better than not doing it at all. And half the time, it's not even as scary as we thought it was going to be. Do it afraid. You've got this. All right, y'all. I hope that this was helpful and it sends you so much love and push that you need. I hope that you find your interests and your passion that are linked together. And I hope that you can even benefit and prosper from it. Until next time, I'm sending y'all so much love and positivity 